Jesus concerning you. Shall we bow and shall we pray? Our God and our Father in heaven, we first of all ask that you would please forgive us for our sins and our shortcomings of this life, that our prayers be not hindered. We pray, Father, this prayer not only in Christ but by way of faith. We believe God and we believe the things of God. We believe the word. The Bible is the actual living word of God that came from heaven by way of his spirit. Father, we ask that you would touch each and every one of us in this place on today where we stand in need of the master's touch. We ask, Father, that you be with those who are broken, that you may heal them, be with those who are discouraged, that they may be encouraged, those, Father, uh, who just need to be lifted up today because they might have fallen into sin. I pray that you may bless every person, every home, every family, and every marriage, and by the end of this service, that our worship would be pleasing to our God. And to them, Father, who needs to put you on in baptism, we pray, God, that you would open up their hearts, that they have a ready mind to do those things that will please God and will save their souls eternally. We pray that you be with your manservant as he proclaims thy word, that what he says is pleasing in the eyesight of our master. Keep us and bless us and bless this worship that we may do it in spirit and in truth. It is in his name, Jesus the Christ, let us all say amen. I want to talk to us on the subject titled Three Important, or uh, Three Impossible, rather, Commands. Three Impossible Commands. Three Impossible Commands. Three Impossible Commands. <clears throat> we have to pray for these tech folk. And uh, you had a computer failure? Okay, I, I, I'll give it to you. Don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll still roll. They have to Im improvise. They had a computer failure, so they lost the uh, title and the points, but that's all right. We'd be all right. We, we, we'd be good without that, right? Right? We'd be good without that. Um, so we want to talk about three impossible commands. Three impossible commands. Now, the first point we want to deal with is rejoice always. Let's say that together. Rejoice always. Number two, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Number three, give thanks in everything. Give thanks in everything. All right? The Bible is... For the people of God. The Bible is for the people of God. Now, the Bible have principles that any and everybody can use. The Bible says, thou shalt not covet. That applies to everybody. 
you can covet, I can covet. Though God says in the Old Testament, thou shalt not covet. And that principle is still for us in the New Testament. You still should not what? Covet. Then thou shalt not kill. That principle is still today. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. That was in the old law. But it's still underneath the law of Christ today. Husbands, love your wives. That's a principle for everybody who's married. For everybody who's a husband. Wives, love your own husbands. That's for everybody who has a husband. Mothers, love your children. It doesn't make a difference whether you are in Christ or out of Christ. Every mother should love her child or her children. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Now, it is right for every child or all children to what? To obey their parents or whomever are their guardians. But the Bible is for God's people. The word is for you and the word is for me. The Old Testament was for the Israelites. The Old and the New Testament is for the Christians. And I want you to know that a natural man, it's going to be impossible for him to understand the things of the Spirit. Or in other words, a natural person cannot fully understand the Bible, the Word of God. There are some things that the flesh and the natural person cannot and will not be able to understand when it comes to the Word of God. Now, some of us in the church, we are in Christ, and it's still hard for some of us to understand the Bible. Just think about those who are not even in the law. If you're a natural person, I'm talking about the human being, the natural man, the flesh, it is difficult for you to believe certain things in that Bible. There, there are some things you're going to come across in that Bible if you are a natural man, and I'm talking about those who are non-believers, unbelievers, not in Christ, not a child of the living God. There are some things that you allow them to read in the Bible they cannot see it past their hands. I don't believe that. That's what they say. I don't believe that. How can, how can that be? I just don't understand it. I just don't see it. That cannot be true. How can your God be so loving and condemn people to hell? How can your God be so good and allow this to happen? The problem is... It's with the natural, it is impossible for you to see. With the natural eye, there are some things, uh, if you are not a child of God, you will not see and you will not understand. The Bible says in Matthew 5, verse 48, the Bible says, Be ye as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now watch that. Let's just keep this thing real now. God is perfect. In every aspect of the word, God is perfect. You can't find a single crook in God. 
God is perfect. God is straight. But to the natural man, the Bible says, be ye perfect as your heavenly father is what? Perfect. Keeping it real, you and I can't be perfect. Like God is perfect. Ain't a man alive can be perfect like God. Because all of us have a crook in our walk. Even when we walk in Christ. Because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So all of us have a crook in our walk regardless of how long you've been in Christ. How many Hail Marys you can say. How many Our Fathers you can pray. We will always walk with a limp. So you can't be perfect. Like God is perfect. The natural man can't see it. Peter says, be holy as your heavenly father is holy. None of us can be holy like God. Anybody in here holy like God? I mean, you, 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 you got it like that? You ain't got no stains in your life. You ain't got no taint in your life. You ain't got no sin, no wrongs, no evil, no wickedness in your life, your past life, your present life, and the life that is to come in this current life. I stopped by today to tell you none of us is holy like God is holy. But the Bible says all things are possible with God. Then the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ. In order for me to do all things through him, I first of all have to get in him. By being in him, I can do it through him, but I need to get in him so I can begin to do the things through Christ. Now watch this. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5, and verse number 16, Paul says there, give it to me right quickly, rejoice evermore or rejoice always. Now, who in this place is always rejoicing? I mean, you just go to bed, you just rejoice. And you wake up. And throughout the day, you just rejoicing always. Nobody rejoices all the time. It is a matter of impossibility. You cannot rejoice all through the day, every day, 365 days, a week, 24 hours in a day. We will never, ever be ever to, to do rejoice always or evermore. Hmm. Then verse 17. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Anybody prayed this morning? Don't raise your hand. This is not an act that we just do on Sunday, y'all. This is an act we do every day. You'd be surprised how many Christians don't have a prayer life. Talking about having a prayer. I'm not talking about just praying, you know, when your child is sick or when you need a job. I'm talking about praying to God every single day. It is a part of who you are. 
how in the world are you going to serve God and you don't talk to God on a regular basis? How God is going to be your father who art in heaven and you don't talk to your father on a regular basis? Something is wrong with your spiritual relationship. And so he says here, pray with us without ceasing. I want you to know, praying continuously, ain't nobody pray continuously. Give me the third one. Watch this here. In every, in everything, in everything, give thanks. And I know some versions say in circumstance, or circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Leave that up there. I want to say something. You need to read the Bible. Okay? You need to read the Bible. You need to, it's not good enough just to read the Bible. You have to study the Bible. You need to be able to study the Bible and be able to study the Bible accurately and precisely being able to rightly divide the word of truth. When you study the Bible, you need to be able to study the Bible and get the correct interpretation. We call that hermeneutics, scripture interpretation. But what you need to understand is you need to be able to take the Bible point of view even when it's hard for you to agree with it. You need to be able to accept a theological explanation of the scriptures even though it goes against your living. There are certain things that we do that is hard to break. You've been doing it for 10, 20, 30 years. And you find out that it goes against the will of God. Don't tell nobody. There are some of us, all of us who are in Christ, who are going to struggle our way into heaven. Ain't nobody going to fly high into heaven with your shoulders squared back and your chest high and your head up without struggling into heaven. And when you get to heaven, it won't be because of you. It's going to be because all of him. You know, one of the things is, and I, you know, you, you talk to different preachers and whatnot and, you know, you need to, if you're going to stand before the people, you need to know the Bible. Y'all going to help me with this? Now, 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 I know I'm a jack leg, but at least I know I'm one. <laughs> There's some folks are jack legs, and they don't know that they are jack legs. They just picked up somebody's Bible one day, started a church, started preaching, uh, and some folk who are blind uh, start following them. 
the blind is going to lead the blind. And if you blind, you don't know if your leader is blind unless you can see. And the Bible says that the blind shall lead the blind and they both. When you got a, when you got a good Bible teacher, you got a good Bible preacher who knows the word of God, you ought to thank God for that individual. Because everybody who stands in a wooden pulpit or a glass pulpit do not know the Bible. They don't know the Bible. And the folks sitting in the pews or the chairs don't know the Bible. And if you don't know the Bible, you don't know if he's preaching or teaching the Bible because you are ignorant of the word. Just because they got a steeple on the building don't mean it's the right place. Huh? Just because they got a cross on the building don't mean it's the right place. Just because they have a Bible in the building don't mean it's the right place. It must be accurately, precisely broken down. And when you finish breaking it down, it needs to be exactly what God said. In everything. Let me just labor right here for a while and this lesson will be yours. In everything. Give thanks. Uh, one interpretation here is. Uh, rather interpret it in everything. Give thanks or in every circumstance. Give thanks or in every situation. Give thanks. Notice this. Rejoice. That's verse 16. You don't have to go there. Verse 17, pray without ceasing. Verse 18, and everything give thanks. Now watch this here. For this is the will of God. Some say that the will of God is that you rejoice always, that you pray without ceasing, and that you give thanks in everything. For this is the will of God. When you look at 16 and 17, there's comma behind those short phrases. And so it continues on into verse 18 and closes out with the latter part of 18. But this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Watch this here. Concerning who? This is not for God primarily. It's for you. Oh, you missed that. Now, you may have, I may take a turn. Or I may do a U-turn because I wanted to go somewhere else. But it looked like y'all don't, don't get that one. This is more for you than it is for God. God is not the one giving thanks. You are. He says, for this is God's purpose for you in Christ Jesus, watch, concerning who? You. Not God, but concerning you. So there is something in giving thanks to God that happens to you. Uh, let me go here. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you in everything. Give thanks. Now, get ready, Ryan. Here's the deal. How can I give thanks to God when the Lord took my mother when I was three? The Bible says, in everything, give thanks. How can I give thanks when there was a drunk driver driving 
of course, under the influence of alcohol, and hit my baby sister and killed her. In everything, give thanks. How can I give thanks to God for being raped <laughs> in everything? Give thanks. How can I give thanks to God for losing my job that has carried me for 10, 20, 30 plus years and all of a sudden one day they let me go in everything. Give thanks. One day I'm feeling bad and terrible. I go to the doctor and the doctor tells me that I have a terminal illness. In everything, give thanks. Watch this. Get for me Ephesians 5 and verse 20. Ephesians 5 verse 20. Watch this. Ephesians 5 and verse 20. The Bible says, if you have Ephesians chapter 5 and verse number 20, read that. The Bible says what? Giving thanks always. Giving thanks what? Always. Always. Read. For all things. For Hold up. For all things. How? Unto God. Unto God. Read. And the Father. And the Father. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, 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 I want you to get this. Go right quickly back to 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. Get back Ephesians 5, 20. Giving thanks always for. Tell you something. For a while, I took 1 Thessalonians 5. And with the understanding, in everything and not for everything. But then I, I look at this thing again. And when you look at 1 Thessalonians 5, 18, give it to me. We're going back and forth, you know, just a back and forth. In everything, give thanks. For this is the what? There are some people, the examples I gave, who can't understand in or for giving thanks to God. It don't make sense to give thanks to God for what happened to me. It don't make sense I give thanks to God for what happened to me. Get Ephesians 5.20 again. Come on. Giving thanks, I'm sorry, giving thanks always for all things unto God and to fall in the name of our Lord Jesus the Christ. Now, Get for me Romans 8 and verse 28. Romans 8 and verse 28. Now, the natural man can't see it. Some of y'all are not in the natural. You still can't see it. <laughs> the Bible says, Romans 8, 28, come on and read. It says what? And we know. And we know. That all things. That all things. Work together. Work what? Together. Work what? Together. Work what? Work together. Work what? Together. Work what? Together. Just hold what you got. Work what? Together. Work what? Together. Work what? Together. Work what? Together. Work what? The rape. The loss of job. 
the losing my sister at three, the truck driver that hits her, all things, all things work what? God knows the right amount of good to sprinkle in the pot. And he knows the right amount of bad to permit to happen to a person. Let me tell you something. If it's not God's will, it's his permissive will. It's either God's will directly or God allows something to happen. And if it wasn't his will, holistically, he could have withheld it from happening. But he didn't. All things. Some of y'all are better because of the good and the bad that has happened in your life. Thank God for the bad in your life. If God gives you nothing but good, you will not be able to fully appreciate the goodness of God because you will not understand the bad things of life. And we know that all things work together for good. It's going to work out, y'all. I know you don't understand it sometimes when we're in it. I know we get weak when we're in it. I know sometimes we get discouraged when we're in it. But God ain't done yet. I wish I had a church up in here. God ain't done. I don't care what you go through, what circumstances come upon you, what situation you find yourself in. God ain't done yet. You have to let God work out his good and his bad. Then God says in the end, it's going to work out for the good of them who love. He has some qualifications points up in there. Love him. It's one thing to come to church and say, oh, I love God until something wrong goes on in my life. You got to love him while you're in that thing. You got to keep worshiping him while you're in that thing. You got to keep taking the Lord's Supper while you're in that thing. You got to keep singing songs while you're in that thing. You have to keep listening to preaching while you're in that thing. You have to keep giving money while you're in that thing. You got to keep being faithful while you're in that thing and allow God's plan to work out in your life. God ain't done with you. Some of y'all looking at, uh, at your life you say, you say, man, I like God because God don't show you the whole thing. The Bible says we walk by faith. The natural man walked by the flesh. He walks by sight. If he don't see it, he can't believe it. But the child of God says, I, I don't see it, but, but God going to work it out for me. Child of God say, I, I know I ain't got no job. I don't have no money flow, but I'm going to keep busting my butt every day going looking for a job, turning in applications day after day, and I'm going to believe God for the things that he's going to work out good in my life. I can't see it now, but God can. That's faith, y'all. The just, the just, the just shall what? Live. How? By faith. That's why every Sunday you ought to run up in here. 
get on out of the way. Get out. No, no, no. Let me get in here. Let me get, 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 get back. Let me get. Buddy, get yourself back. Let me get up in here. Huh? Shouldn't be no arm room through them doors. Let me get my seat. Amen. Let me park myself right here. If somebody's teaching and preaching God, why in the world God's people should not be learning God? Why we got our ups and our downs with God? I understand ups and downs with Steph, or but Leo, or but Carl, or but Ryan. But I shouldn't have no ups and downs with God. God ain't done nothing but good for all of us. You should never put God down. Huh? Man, I mean, you should never put, that's your source of living, of health, of income. I know you think your job is your source of income. Uh-uh. God is. God is. He's your source of everything. Keep leaning. And we got some folk in here who are old enough to know that. Leaning on the Lord. They've been leaning on the Lord. You know God will work away somehow. God will work away somehow. You don't always know how he's going to do it, but just stay with the Lord and watch him work it out for your life. David says, I was, I was, I was old. I was young, rather. Boy, that scripture is an eye-opener, huh? I was, I was young. But, now he contrasts. He says, but I'm old now. Oh, young folk, let me tell you something. Keep living. You're going to get older. I know you got all that juice running through you now, but you're going to get older. Yeah, you're going to get older. Keep living. 10, 20, 30. You know you're young when you think 30 is old. Huh? Come on, somebody. When you think 30 is old, you know you're sure enough young. It ain't dry behind the ear. 40, you got 50. 60, 70, work with me, brother Young, work with me, brother Young, 80, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, uh, uh, 90s for Sister White, amen, somebody, and all I'm telling you, David says, I was young, there was a time I was young, but now I'm old, but I ain't never seen the righteous, I never seen the righteous forsaken, neither his seed beckon. Pray. God says, if you serve me, I'm going to take care of you and all your children and the folk around you. You ain't going to be begging for bread even with a loss of job. Ain't God good? I wish I had a church up in here. God is better to us than we can ever be to ourselves. I'm closing. And we know that all things work together. There's some things you just got to know, church. You, you just have to know. And you know what coming to church does? God is our worship, our object of our worship. But when you come to church, there are some things that people who come to church just know. We know that all things work together. So tomorrow when stuff don't work out, you already have knowledge that everything ain't supposed to always go your way. Why we get all uptight? Won't we? You want everything to go your way. You too, you want it to go your way, brother. Hell, me too, I want it to go my way. And when it don't go my way, I got a problem. I feel some type of way about it. When it don't go my way. But God already told you, it ain't going to always go your way.
He said it's going to work out for your good. So tomorrow when it don't go your way, don't get all uptight about it. Say, God already warned me in the book about it. It's all good. God going to take care of it. He says all things work together for good to them that love God, them who are the called according to his purpose. Give me Ephesians 5.20. Ephesians 5.20. The Bible says, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. First Thessalonians 5, 18. Watch this. In everything, give thanks. For this is, this is the will of God. This is a shouting point right here. In Christ. You miss your shout. In Christ. In Christ. You don't miss it three times. Must I say it the fourth? When you are in Christ, you are protected. <laughs> when you're in Christ, and if not, then it makes God a liar. And the book says, by two immutable things, that it is impossible for God to lie. God can't lie. He can't lie. Woo! He can't lie. Now, you and I, we can lie. We can choose to lie. But check this. God can't lie. Oh, that'll make you shout. He can't lie. It ain't even in him. His nature will not allow him to lie. Oh, oh, oh. Well, let, me, let, me, let me quit. Let me quit. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. One more thing. You know, people say, I just can't see it. I can't thank God for this. I, I just, God, God, that, that's not what God wants. That's not, that's not. God doesn't want me to give thanks for everything. He doesn't want me to give thanks in everything. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. You need to check that out a little bit closer. You check it out a little bit closer. I had to check it out a little bit closer, Brother Lou. I had to check it out a little bit closer. I'm telling you, when you check it out a little bit closer, you got to get a microscopic view of something. You know, you got to get, you got to, you can't just see the surface of some stuff. You got to get a, a microscopic view of this thing. Watch this here. Y'all ready for this? Now, you already know it, but that don't mean that you can't shout on it now. Get for me Genesis. Get for me Genesis number 50. Get for me Genesis number 50. Give me verse number, I think I want verse 20. If that's not it, I'll just quote it. Genesis 15, verse 20. But as, but as for, what it says? For you. Read that for me, Brother Ryan. But as for you. But as for who? You. But as for you, that's his brothers. That's Joseph. That's his brothers who couldn't stand him. They didn't like him. They were jealous of him. They hated him. They wanted him dead. As for you, read. Ye thought evil. Ye, ye what? Ye thought evil. You, you thought evil against, against me. Go, against come on, read, me. That, oh, read that again. You what? Ye thought evil against you me. You thought evil. Against me. You, you did. You, my brothers, you did. You thought evil against me. Come on. But God. Wait, 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 wait. You thought evil against me. What happened to me 
you meant it for evil. You, you, what happened to you meant it for evil. What happened to me, you meant it for evil. Watch this. You meant it for evil. Don't you think God could have stopped his brothers from selling him? It was either his direct will, which I believe it was, or his permissive will allowing it to take place. It was his direct will, I say, because it was going to bless all of his brothers and produce the 12 tribes of Israel. All things. He was a servant in Potiphar's house. The woman lied and said, he tried to rape me. Put him in the prison. <laughs> While he's in prison, God's hedge is all around him. While he's making friends with folk in the prison. And then one day, the Pharaoh has a dream. And then the one who got released, remember Joseph. Let me tell you something. God will remember you when things get tight. <laughs> you all, you all squeaking there, and you need somebody to squirt a little all on you. You're squeaking. Someone, you're just squeaking all over the place because you're worrying about how you're going to make it tomorrow. God got you. They meant it. Read, Ryan. Let's close. But God meant it unto good. Read that phrase before that. You thought evil against me. You thought evil against me. What? But God meant but it. God. But God. Meant but God. But God. When you run up into a wall that won't move, you need to look at that wall and say, but God. Go to bed. You get up that next morning. And that wall is still there. You look at it and you say, but God. And you go to bed. Don't worry about it. You wake up the next morning. It's still there. You look at it and you say, but God. And go to bed. You keep saying, but God. Until God gives you the strength to go over. I wish I had a church. A wall. Or unless God will throw the wall down. But you keep butting God. But I like God. Even when the wall is up, God is still producing life for you. Why we get so distracted? Life still goes on. You're still eating. You're still driving. You're still ragging. You still going places. You ain't stopped nothing in the midst of the wall. God is still blessing you. But you get distracted when you keep your eyes on that wall instead of watching the one who is over the wall. But God, read. But God meant it. Say what? But God meant it. Say what? But God meant it. You say, but God meant it. Did y'all hear that? God meant for my brothers to sell me. God meant for me to deal with Miss Potiphar. God meant for me to go to prison and I ain't done nothing. God meant 
read, right? But God meant it unto good to bring to pass. To, to see, bring to pass. God got to take the good and the bad, y'all, to get you to a certain place, a certain point, and a certain position in life. I told you last week, we just want to get on our sailboat and just sail across the sea of life without any storms in our lives. We just want, no, 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 Lord, just let me get here. I don't want no problems. I don't want no trouble. Don't cause the wind to blow in my life. Just let me cruise on on the other side. Life don't work that way, especially when you're a child of God. Don't tell nobody because the devil ain't going to let you just, just sail on the other side without accusing you, without testing you, without challenging you. He ain't going to let you do it. He going to challenge you. Continue, Brother Ryan. Close it out, and he says what? As it is this day. As it is this day. To save much people alive. To, do, to save. To save. To save. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are spiritually. But I thank God I'm in the Lord. I thank God I'm in Christ. I thank God I heard the word. I thank God I heard the gospel. I thank God I heard the death, the burial, and his resurrection. I thank God I believed the same. I thank God I repented of my sins. I thank God I confessed that Jesus was the son of the living God. I thank God that one day somebody took me and put me down in a liquid tomb of water baptism for the remission of my sins. When I was baptized in water, understanding his dead burial and resurrection, the Lord God washed away all my sins. And I became a member of the Lord's church. And I was faithfully walking with God ever since. Not that we don't sin and fall and get discouraged, but when you're in Christ, you are connected to God. You are protected by God. I don't know who you are, where you are. But maybe you need to be a part of the Lord's church. Maybe today you need to say, I need to get, I need to get in that water. I need to, I need to, I, you know, I, I, I called myself being baptized one day, but I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't really know what it was all about. I got to understand the death, the burial, and the resurrection. I have to understand what is the will of God for life. What is the will of God for me? I'm going to give my life to Christ. I'm going to be baptized in that water for the remission of my sins and become a person that is in Christ, in Christ's church. I'm going to make up my mind to live for those things that pleases God. And if you're not a Christian, or if you're a Christian and if you have sinned, rather, this is an invitation for you, too. This is an opportunity for you to say, look, I've sinned, and I ask the church to pray for me. Well, that's a, that's a blessing. Huh? Ain't that a blessing? When you do something and then you just can come to your brother and say, say look, I've sinned, pray for me. Or you can just say, look, I've said pray. That's a blessing, man. You can ask somebody, go to God on my behalf. And watch this. And then God will listen. And then God will forgive. And then God will remove. And then God will strengthen you. That's our fellowship one with another. And the reason why you and I got fellowship is because we have a relationship with God through Christ. 
If you got sin in your life, say today, I'm going to turn that thing over to God. Let him throw it into the sea of forgiveness. If you need to be baptized for the remission of your sins and become a part of the Lord's church, you need to say, today I'm coming. Today I'm coming. If that's your desire, why don't you come? As together we stand and together we sing the invitation song. Why don't you come? Tempted and tried away, often made to wander. And while you should be thus, all the Won't you say today I'm coming? Won't you say today I'm coming? I heard something today that triggered my heart. And I'm coming today. I'm coming because I know it's the word of God. You got sin in your life. Why don't you say, I'm going to get that thing right today. I'm going to ask the Lord to forgive me. I'm going to ask him to give me some strength. I've, I've been dealing with some things in my life, been rattling my life, been disturbing my life. I, I, need to, I need to get it right today. I'm going to turn it over to God. I'm going to just turn it over to him. I'm going to tell him about my struggles, and I'm going to tell him about my problems. I'm going to ask him to give me strength. And so I can deal with this thing called life.